Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Live from Pawnee. I'm Alan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, Alan, I'm doing pretty good, buddy. Although, I will say, life has been kind of messing with us both in the last couple of weeks. We have been busy. We've been busy, uh, <laughs> and uh, technology has not been our friend. No, sir, it has not. In fact, it's been a challenge to get anything done here at LFP Worldwide Headquarters lately. You're not just whistling Dixie there, Buster. You know, Mark, in a normal week, we would have a, quote, normal podcast and we would review whatever episode was up in the queue to review. Right. Uh, but this week, we're going to have a little bit of a delay, but not wanting to let our loyal podcast viewers down. They're not viewers. <sighs> whatever. Mm -hmm. We're going to release this bonus episode in its place and then drop our normal episode a little later this week. How, how does that sound, Mark? Well, sir, Alan of the Roundtable there, that is pure genius if you ask me. Well, I am asking you. Well, it's just pure genius. Well, I thought so, too. All right. So, uh, Alan, uh, please tell us what exactly is today's bonus episode about? Well, Mark, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Today, we'll be covering a great interview that we had recently with Stephen Kogan, the writer, director, and creator of The Groad Show. Starring the actor behind our beloved Jerry, Jim O'Hare. Yeah. Yeah, Jim O'Hare stars in this quirky comedy series called Groad, where he's a bottom-of-the-rung minion from hell sent to Earth to ruin someone's wonderful life. <laughs> I love that premise. Now, Alan, if our loyal podcast viewers wanted to look this up. They're not viewers, Mark. Uh, if they wanted to look this up, they could go to the YouTubes and type in Groad Show. That's Groad spelled G-R-O-A-D, correct? Yeah, if you just put that in the search there on the, the YouTubes, uh, you'll get the right results will come up. The Groad channel will be there, and uh, you'll see all kinds of stuff, including episode playlist and, and whatnot. Awesome sauce. So, Mark, without further ado, should we get into this thing? With just a little ado? Nope, no further ado. I was out of ado anyway. <laughs> all right, let's kick off this interview. All right, sounds like a plan, man. Let's do it. All right, Constantine, hit the button, buddy. Hey, Stephen. Hello. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. I'm enjoying your Pawnee backgrounds on the door. Pawnee, yeah, you like yeah. those? Like yeah. Pawnee. Aren't those great? Yeah. Those are great. There's some Funkos over there as well from Parks and Rec. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Stephen, welcome again. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, tell us about the Grode Show and what people should expect. Let's start there and give everybody kind of a baseline. Okay, well, it's a web series right now, a comedy web series about a bottom of the rung minion from hell who's <laughs> sent to earth to ruin someone's wonderful life. It's essentially the opposite of the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Got it. And that's Love at it. Least how, that's at least how the story starts out. Uh, the Grode character, played by Jim O'Hare, who all of your listeners know is Jerry, Gary, Barry, Larry on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> um, great guy to work with, very funny. And so when I, I've worked with him previously, so I was excited to see if he wanted to uh, take on this role as well. And he was excited about it. And so we've kind of been doing it for a little while. And so, yeah, that's how the story starts out, where he's sent to Earth to ruin a, someone's life, who is the character I play. That's the life he ruins. And then uh, what happens is Hell kind of gets mad at him for doing it too quickly, although it's really... I'm revealing it's a bit of a false flag in that they have a much larger plot and that's the excuse they give right away. They, they want to banish him anyways. So he's essentially banished to earth. So he's this big 
fish out of water, this hell minion out of water, now stuck on Earth. Not sure if he has any demon powers whatsoever left and has to try to navigate as this guy on Earth who knows nothing and is not the most ethical, <laughs> is completely oblivious. I kind of compare him a little bit to a live action version of Peter Griffin. He's just this <laughs> guy who's just going to cause lots of issues along the way and never really uh, be affected by it by himself, just totally oblivious to everything. So it, sh it should be fun. It's been a fun ride so far. That's great. I love that. Where, where did you get the idea for that? Um, it's, I was writing a screenplay that I, I wanted to further and I couldn't further it as a series ideas. It felt like only a one, one off where I had two incompetent guardian angels fighting to help one person's soul. And I thought, well, maybe there's something I can play with that. Like I said, I couldn't advance it beyond one, that one idea in terms of turning it into a series. And then I said, well, what if it's flipped? What if hell says, hey, heaven's sending guardian angels to improve souls' lives. Why don't we send uh, minions, hell minions, to people to ruin lives, to counteract it? And that kind of got things started for me. And then I developed the idea of how to expand it, which was the banishment of growth on Earth. And that's pretty much how it started. Nice. That's terrific. Now, are you you play the character, the main protagonist whose life is being ruined. Is that correct? Yeah, I wouldn't say he's the, he's the main protagonist in our very first episode. Okay. That he's the one who's sent to uh, for the life to be ruined. As the show goes on, it's a cast of characters who Grode now lives with my character and and another female character who is uh, a clean freak and a germaphobe. So she's now stuck with this, like I said, gross kind of Peter Griffin kind of character who is going to make her life miserable. And so, yeah, there'll be a cast of characters involved. And another aspect of our show that I'm excited about, um, kind of our B story, is there's going to be an epic chess match between heaven and hell for who controls the planet. I, I want to make that kind of actually smart and creative and funny. So they're the competent ones really battling intelligently back and forth, trying to one up the other, trying to throw the other off the trail. And most of what we see on earth will be the ridiculous, stupid, silly stuff uh, <laughs> from the damage that Grode usually causes. So we got kind of two, two aspects to the story going on. That's terrific. I love that. So. I know that right now, I think you guys dropped episode three recently, correct? Yeah, that was our first kind of in-person one. Yeah. We filmed yeah. uh, during uh, 2020, during the quarantine when nobody can do any, ever, anything, uh, I contacted everybody and said, hey, since we can't film, maybe we could do like enhanced table read versions over Zoom. So we did two in 2020, uh, episode one and an episode two, all over Zoom and kind of made it a little fancier with the graphics and things like that. And and then once we could finally start filming again, that's when recently we did film an episode three and we hope to continue filming, you know, more episodes this way in person where the way it should be. So, yeah, three episodes are in. Well, I checked out episode three today and the production quality looks great. So it was uh, definitely a, a shift from the, the Zoom type video to this and it, it looks great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Filming in person with real cameras and yeah. real lighting and everything like that, is, <laughs> it makes a world of difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Couldn't get Jim. He's a he's a busy guy. He's on his way. He's either in Chicago or on his way to Chicago as we speak. He's just he's in demand right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, 
I know that uh, during the pandemic there, everybody's uh, activities dropped substantially. So it's nice to have everyone's back to work for sure. So it's good. Good that he's so busy. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Steven, when did you first meet Jim? I cast him in a film that I made a few years ago. And really, the it, it was a very tough shoot. I'll, I'll put it that way. And he was in the latter end of our shoot. And I remember going to his trailer. And, you know, I'd already been through this kind of really tough experience. And I, I met him. And the first thing he said to me was, you're going to have no problems with me. I'm just happy to be here. And it was such a relief. And wow. he lived up to that. Just the greatest guy to work with. Greatest sense of humor. After all of our scenes together, I did my scenes with him in that film. Uh, he would constantly ad lib in the most hilarious way. We could use none of it because it was too blue. <laughs> it was more of a family friendly <laughs> film. <laughs> but it was hilarious to do. And I realized that he and I had a great like chemistry in terms of comedic connection that we could bounce, uh, you know, improvise off each other, ad lib off each other. And so um, we've we worked again one other time when we made a charity sketch to benefit a, a, a charity that he supports called the Tuberous Sclerosis Alliance. And that was the second time I worked with him. And again, it was a wonderful experience. So when this idea came around, he was the first person I thought of. And I uh, got in touch with him and said, hey, Jim, what do you think? And he said, I, I like it. Let's do it. That's awesome. So that's how it came about. That's great. How, how has it been producing, uh, you know, kind of a, a direct-to-web series, so to speak, you know, versus uh, the production that goes into more of a, you know, a film? Um, it's a lot easier because it's smaller scale. That's yeah. for sure. The larger you have with the crew and the bigger your budget and all those other things that you have to factor into it can lead to so many more problems. So every production will have some problems. Um, like in this last one, uh, I, I, I play two characters in this, in this last episode. I play Borp, the hell minion, <laughs> as well as Jeff. Uh, but I wasn't supposed to play Borp. I actually cast an actor who was going to play it. The night before we were going to film, he tested positive for COVID. Oh, We needed someone to play Borp. <laughs> and I knew the character enough and so I jumped in and, uh, you know, it was fun to do. And now I kind of have an idea if I do more of that character, what I'll do more with him to, to make it a lot more fun for the audience. But uh, yeah, that, those are the kinds of curveballs you're going to have on every production. You just have to be ready to roll with it and be prepared to, you know, move forward the best way you can. The show must go on, as they say. Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. Stephen, how big is the cast for The Grode Show? In the main cast, there's uh, five of us. Um, I added another character from heaven in this last one. And uh, then we're going to, depending on episode and, and where we're able to go with it, it'll fluctuate how many guest characters we'll be, add, be able to add per episode. Gotcha. Do you have the, uh, is it a, are you thinking this is a one season kind of story or multi-season? Do you have an arc kind of planned out? Yeah, I have an end. I could easily make this a five-year run. Wow. Maybe even longer, maybe shorter, depending on what, you know, what we're able and allowed to do. But right. yeah, I know the ending. Um, I won't share it with anybody because <laughs> I want it to be a surprise. It would be a surprise. And uh, yeah, it's, you know, our, our ultimate goal is to be picked up by a, a streaming platform or a cable platform like a Netflix, like a Adult Swim, like a Hulu. Yeah. And we, we, from everything we've been learning, um, 
we've been told if, if we grow our audience big enough with our cast and our content and our, our uh, actors have pretty good social media numbers, all the things in combination, we'd have a pretty good shot as long as we have to grow that audience big enough. Because the way the world of TV and everything works these days is yeah. it's run by corporations and they're very risk averse. So unless you bring an audience with them and they know day one, there's going to be people there to watch and they don't have to spend all their money promoting it to brand new audiences and building it up that way. So that's, that's the goal, why we want to keep making it as a web series. The more we film each episode, we've noticed we, we grow a bigger audience. And so don't really know how big that audience has to be before someone says, yes, we want you. But right. that's our goal, to try to figure out a way to keep making more and grow the audience. Nice. No, that's great. Well, yeah. and I, I know we we can relate a little bit in terms of having to market something you create. I mean, you know, as well as we do, it's difficult these days. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have the benefit of having, you know, some big names in your cast like Jim that I think will be helpful to you. And hopefully, you know, we can help add a little tiny bit to that as well and get some of our people to get over there and subscribe and, and watch your show. So we're excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That would be great. Yeah. What we've learned is that we do have an audience for this. It's just, we have to help them find us. Yeah. You know, there's a billion things out there for people to watch. And unless you help them find you in today's world, they're just going to find other things. So that's the challenge for anyone trying to reach out. And, uh, you know, every little bit of things that we do helps. That's great. What what would you say are the main differences or even similarities between uh, Jerry, Larry, Gary, and uh, and Grode? Um, let's see. There, there's both like kind of an innocence factor in a weird way. Is that you know Jerry? He's a very in a good way with Jerry. He's very innocent and doesn't and oblivious to the fact that everyone you know is is making fun of him. And oh, it's Grode has that similar kind of obliviousness and almost innocence. It's just he's not as good-hearted <laughs> or not even close to being as good-hearted. That would, uh, that's what I would say is the main similarity is their kind of obliviousness to what's going on around them, whether someone's disappointed or something, and it's like, oh, things are good with me. <laughs> that's, that's probably what I would pick as the biggest uh, uh, similarity. That's great. And differences, you can go, you can list a mile of things. Groat is, is not going to be as pleasant a person to know or to live with to inhabitate the world with as jerry is well, well so far by season, by episode three is uh is grode enjoying his mission is he fighting it kind of where is he mentally and kind of what he's been challenged to do here yeah i mean he spent like thousands and thousands of years in hell just basically working on an assembly line creating energy and he was happy with that he loved that it was a pointless, seemingly pointless kind of exercise, but he loved it 24 hours a day kind of thing. So when he first got offered the mission, he didn't even know there were missions. So he was so excited and he's so exuberant and he went out and did the best he could. And he thought he did a great job and was very braggadocious about it. And uh, (laughs) learned that uh, he was uh, disappointed hell and they kicked him out, uh, was very tough on him at first. He didn't know how he was going to survive on earth. He knew nothing about it. Um, and now, now he's settling in. He's, he's kind of has his place and he's just, he's figuring out everything he enjoys. He's very gluttonous. So he's enjoying food. He's enjoying just, just being kind of gross in general and just (laughs) wears what he wants and does what he wants. And, uh, so 
he's he's not going to be too bothered by the fact that he's been banished. He's just going to go with the flow kind of thing. Roll with the punches. Exactly. Yep. I love it. That's great. I can see it. I, what I've seen. I've enjoyed seeing Jim in that role. Tell us about the, the rest of the cast. Yeah, there's a Carlos Alizraki plays Mac Rack, uh, Hell's kind of point person on Earth. And Carlos, uh, if anyone's ever seen the show Reno 911, oh, yeah. he played Sergeant Garcia on that. Okay. He's a well-known voice actor. He's voiced many things from Rocco and Rocco's Modern Voice. Um, I'm forgetting some of his other things, but he also was Mr. Crocker on something called Oddly Fair Parents. I believe that's the title. Fairly Odd Parents? The Fairly, Fairly Odd, odd Yeah, I got yep. it back. Yep. Fairly Odd Parents. And what was interesting about that recently is Paramount is making a live action movie out of that and asked Carlos to reprise the role of Mr. Crocker. So he was showing us his makeup, how they made him look so much like the character, the animated character. And that's actually delayed some of our filming a little bit because Paramount was filming that at the same time. And um, we were, had to work around that schedule, but yeah, he's going to be in a, in a movie uh, as Mr. Crocker, probably. Uh, I don't know if it's the end of this year or early next year, but people will have that to look forward to. Oh, cool. And our other cast, we have Kelsey Heenan, who is um, an actress, but also a celebrity fitness trainer. She's mm. trained people like Shay Mitchell and some other well-known people and is fairly well-known in that world. Um, we have Jess Adams, who is also an actress and, and, and kind of an influencer in the social media world. She has a TikTok following that's pretty large and she has a great sense of humor there and just uh, makes a lot of bizarre stuff, which I love because I'm similar. <laughs> and uh, we, we, we kind of collaborate on some of our things now because we have a similar weird sense of senses of humor. So uh, she's great to work with. And then Mara is our, uh, Mara McCann plays Darla, our new uh, character from heaven. And she's kind of their point person. And uh, as kind of a fun little twist we're going to have with that is, is she and people she works with in heaven are obsessed with Earth's pop culture. So she will constantly <laughs> talking about episodes of The Bachelor or other episodes of Housewives and things like that. And uh, it makes no sense why they would do that, but right. it's funny to me. So we're doing it. Um, and then our final cast, uh, our final character on the show is uh, Gro Jr., a bulldog played by a dog named Chowder. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's so far the biggest diva. His contract is very lengthy. The, his demands on us. He needs to be petted at all times. He's complimented <laughs> often. Just, yeah, it's, no, he's, he's been great. He was actually really, really good. You never know what you're going to get when you work with animals. And we needed him to eat spaghetti with Jim at the same time. And he fell in love with Jim and wanted to eat off Aww. his plate at the same Aww. time. Originally, we were going to have them eat separate plates, but no, he wanted to eat with Jim. And then we somehow managed to get a lady in the tramp Disney moment where they're eating spaghetti nice. together. And wow. it's just, uh, it, was, it was wild to watch. That's terrific. I love That's when awesome. something organic like that happens that you're not planning. I know. Yeah. yeah, no, you never know. I mean, he could have hated Jim. He could have hated spaghetti. He could have run off. But no, he loved it and it was all for it. Well, Stephen, tell us a little bit about your movie. Uh, the movie, it's it's kind of like an underdog film about a dancer who was, when he was younger, he was about to finally achieve his goal. And then he horribly ruined his knee. And then he re rehabilitated, rehabilitated and was going to get another shot. And then his other knee went out. 
So he's Ooh. had kind of like these setbacks in life, these huge obstacles, and he he's now older and he sees one final chance to uh, fulfill his dream, this uh, tour, uh, year-long tour that he could uh, win a spot on. And he goes again, he goes for it, and he knows he's going to be competing against younger, better, healthier dancers, but he, he figures no one's more passionate, no one would love it more, and maybe the audience will see that, and he'll get accepted, and that's kind of how it is. It's I, I kind of label it as Rocky if Rocky was a tap dancer. It's <laughs> a guy who goes after his lifelong dream after, you know, facing many obstacles. And that's kind of what it is. Where can people, what's the name of the movie and where can people find it? Uh, it's called Dance Baby Dance. Uh, the, the best places to watch, in my opinion, because it's free, is Tubi. Or mm. we have uh, uh, YouTube now has an AVOD channel besides the regular YouTube and people can go watch it there. And with AVOD, you got to watch a few commercials, but it's free. And, yeah. you know, the commercials aren't that long. It's not that bad. So those are the two best, best places to watch. Um, we, you can still see it on Amazon, although I think now you have to rent it at least. Um, they used to, you could used to watch it on Amazon Prime. I don't think you can anymore. And then people can go to our website, uh, dancebabydancemovie.com. And it's also at iTunes. There, we have a DVD nice. people can can buy off uh i'm i'm not sure all the stores that's in but there's a link there so yeah that shows uh, voodoo and all these other names that i'm yeah. not that familiar with it's <laughs> right, also right all those platforms so yeah yeah there's various places to watch but i i always tell people tubi or or youtube uh avod version is is the best places that's great and then Grode awesome. obviously can be found on youtube on your youtube channel you want to tell us about that a little bit yeah that's our main hub and it's also uh, I didn't I didn't put episode three on Facebook, but I, I'm putting shorter bits on Facebook. We have pages all across uh, our social media platforms. But yeah, it's at uh, YouTube, Grode. You, people can just search, search Grode Show, and I think they'll find it. Or, yeah. or Grode underscore at underscore uh, YouTube is also uh, the link. Um, yeah, that's that's our main hub. It's it's so for people who want to help us, the best way you can help us is subscribe to the channel and then uh, comment about the about the uh, episode. Um, more specific, you can it, that really jumpstarts the algorithms at YouTube. They really love commenting and sharing and liking. So mm -hmm. tell people if you like it and you want to see more, help us out by just those simple things: subscribing. You know, commenting, liking, sharing, all that stuff. But subscribing is really the most important because that's the numbers we're going to use to when we start pitching it around and say, here, here's our audience. See how many people have subscribed and want to see this. Right. That's terrific. Yeah. Uh, you've got a little bit of a giveaway you want to tie into that as well, right? Yeah. Let's uh, have this. I'll see if I don't know if you can see it too well yeah. there. Yep. It's a deck of parks and recreation playing cards nice <laughs> and uh jim signed it it says xoxo jim o'hare damn it jerry <laughs> he said, <laughs> love he said it. whenever he meets people they love it when he says damn it jerry so he said he, he wanted to write that on it and so it's free to enter to win this uh the only requirement is that you subscribe at our youtube channel our grow youtube channel and for me to be able to see it I want to see comments in the in the comment section, and that way I'll know that you watched it, and and I'll be able to you know enter you into the raffle. And uh, nice. I don't know how long we'll run the raffle, maybe a month or two, but 
Uh, we'll run it and somebody will win this damn it, Jerry Parks and Recreation <laughs> Play. So, hopefully they'll enjoy it. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Are you, are you going to have any merch with that uh, terrific logo you guys have? Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you to you. <laughs> um, at, I don't know. At some point, maybe it's not a focus right now because yeah. merchandise, we got to invest in and, and oh, do yeah. all that fun stuff. Uh, so right now we're, we're mostly focused on how we're going to fund the show. Um, there's multiple ways of doing that. There's, you know, we, we've crowdfunded before, which is not my favorite thing to do. I didn't enjoy any of it. I'm not really particularly good at it. There's a new thing called equity crowdfunding, which we're thinking about, which is actually more, I'm more interested in because instead of getting a t-shirt or a, a thank you video, you're actually get a piece of the project. And if we did sell this to a Netflix or Adult Swim or something, it's actually a pretty good investment. The payoff would actually be pretty significant. Um, the only gamble is if we don't sell it and we can't generate revenue any other way. But we're, we're thinking of doing that and just figuring out now how to go about doing that. Excellent. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, Stephen, thanks so much for joining us today. Again, uh, best of luck on the show. We hope it goes great. We're, we'll we'll try to mention it a couple more times in future episodes and hopefully drive some people over there to the YouTube channel and they can win that great deck of cards and enjoy a great new show with Jim O'Hare in it. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. We would appreciate it. And, you know, I know Jim appreciates it. We were talking before we got on. He's, he's all aboard and, you know, we hope we get to make more for you. That sounds terrific. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Stephen. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you in the future. Thanks, Stephen. Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. All All right. right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. We're back. Well, Mark, that was a great interview. Absolutely. I really enjoyed talking with Stephen Kogan. Me too. Uh, we encourage all of our followers to go out there on the YouTube, type in Groad Show, G-R-O-A-D, yep. and then uh, click the subscribe button and you'll be glad you did. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, we'll be dropping our normal episode in uh, probably a few days, right? Yeah. Either tomorrow or the day after. It's going to come be right on the heels of this. Awesome. Yeah, that's the plan. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening today. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can visit us at our website, www.livefrompawnee.com. You don't have to type the www anymore, do you? Uh, the, the www is silent. Uh, it's like Django Unchanged. Uh, the PH in phone. Oh, yeah. Or the P in phone. The home. Why is it that pahone? I, that's actually how I said it. All right. All well, right. anyway, when you go to our website, yeah, it's not a pahone, and you can leave us a message, a voice message there too, if you like. Technology is amazing. It, it absolutely <laughs> is when it works. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Live from Pawnee is a copyrighted production of the creators. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Original music was created and performed by Aaron Emerson of Emerson Studios. Clips are used under fair use doctrine for the purpose of commentary and parody. Please see our website at livefrompawnee.com for more details or to contact us.